0: In my line of work, you've got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda.
1: It's time for the September 4th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reality-based mash of contemporary events compiled from the world's great newspapers and blogs at nathancallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan, and I'm my cast bar. And now, the news. One of the most heavily criticized actions in the aftermath of the U.S.-led invasion of Iraq in March 2003, Mike, Mm -hmm. was the decision barely two months later to disband the Iraqi army. Mm -hmm. You recall that. We spoke with Charles Ferguson. We'll be uh, replaying that interview later on, uh, an hour from now, about his film, No End in Sight. Mm -hmm. And that was his biggest shocking uh, moment of the
0: film. There are two, but yeah. that certainly was the moment, especially the way it was done. There are two biggest? There can only be one biggest, Mike. There were two. There were two what? There were two very important events in the in the aftermath of the invasion of Iraq. But and I would say f- that was the biggest one. You yeah, want to yeah, argue yeah, that point? No. Well, okay. Well, actually. You do. Yeah. You do want to argue the point. He makes the point in the film that the. So, de- you,
1: so you want to just kind of derail everything I'm saying. I'm sorry. So that you can I'm argue
0: sorry. this point. No, go ahead. No, okay. I think without a question. Among
1: the biggest revelations of that movie, yes, was the disbanding of the Iraqi army. Yes, which alienated former soldiers, without a doubt, and drove many of them into the ranks of anti-American militant groups. Absolutely, and you disbanded that army. They're yeah. sitting around. Yeah, with a lot of time on their hands. He gave a half
0: a million men. Yeah. with no visible means of support uh-huh. and armed to the teeth. Yeah. a reason to really dislike you. you said he did. Who did? Well, that would be Bremer and those guys. Yeah. But now, excerpts of a new biography of President
1: Bush, mm-hmm. Dead Certain by Robert Draper, show that Bush said he couldn't recall why his administration decided to disband it. <laughs> this, this biographer was talking to Bush <sighs> about, you know, why was the Iraqi army disbanded? Uh, that's just... And Bush said, I really can't recall this is, uh, is he catching this from Alberto Gonzalez. Uh, this
0: is just it, it's so. Uh, well, I mean, I assume Cheney had a big part in in that decision for him to forget. And so maybe it's it is possible. I'm not saying it's probable. Uh-huh. It's possible that that Bush was just out of the room when they made the decision. But I at least expect our president of to get his lies Of course life I straight. do. I'm not, I'm yeah, not absolving him want, of responsibility. I want him to have an answer to but the question. But it is, It is given the, the makeup of this administration, it is possible he was just, he was on his exercise bike uh, or something. That's true.
1: But you would expect him to realize yes. that this was a big moment yeah. when they disbanded the Iraqi army. Yeah, I know. And that he should
0: be able to give an answer. Absolutely.
1: As to why it you happened. You would think
0: that the, one of, yes, one of yeah. the most significant decisions, maybe the most significant decision in, uh, in the aftermath of the war, and he cannot recall.
1: He also, uh, last week, That's at least it was reported that Bush plans to ask Congress next month for up to $50 billion in additional funding for the war.
0: And I think it's real important to point out here that this is all off the books. All of the funding, all the significant military funding for Iraq uh-huh. is just right, written right into a debt. It's not part of the U.S. military budget, which is currently over $500 billion. Yeah. This is all off the books. Another $50 billion pure debt that we're going to end up spending yeah. money on.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree
0: more. Are we lifting off in outer space? Well, you know, Mike, I don't know. Okay. I don't know if we're
1: lifting out in outer uh. space. I don't know if our listeners know we're listening, oh, lifting okay. off in outer just, space. I mean, in case... So by you saying that, it might kind of overlay our conversation right, with something okay. that's unnecessary. All right. I just, unnecessary. Thought, I just thought maybe we were However, it. However, if they are hearing a, Mars a,
0: attacks, by the way, yes, they're a little green man out in front kind of the state. Kind of stage. a phasing sound, yeah, I would yeah, call it. Yeah. That That's not Mike um, passing gas here no, it this isn't. morning. Uh, not, it usually is, but today it uh, is. Well, yours has more of a... Of, it doesn't phase as much. It's so true. It's more direct. It, it is more direct. It's oh. more blunt. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> Blunt? It, it's blunt <laughs> is the word you use for your flatulence? Well, it, you know, it's... Never mind. Let's, let's move on. There's other things it's, to talk about. more of
1: a war of attrition when <laughs> when I'm in it's, here with you. A, who's going to win? Bush raised the prospect yeah. of troop cuts in Iraq. Oh, he he is, took a, yeah. a special secret trip to Iraq yeah. yesterday. This is,
0: this is just... He got on a, on a secret plane... <laughs> And paid a secret visit. <laughs> one more indication of just how failed this policy is. The only way that five years into this war he can go into that country is <laughs> to fly into the cover of darkness. Uh-huh. And no one can know about it. Into a contrived uh, into, setting. Yeah, of, into a contrived you know. stage setting. Yeah. It's the only, this is, uh, uh, come on, people. He can't go there. To, you say that all the time. Come he on, people. You People can't. that are
1: listening to us, they understand. They understand. This. They're You're upset. Right. You're right.
0: Well tell your kids and your grandkids and everybody else to be upset too. Uh-huh. And your neighbors. So anyway,
1: he said we're gonna there's a yeah. possibility yes, yes. that we'll cut troops.
0: Yeah.
1: A government accounting office report found that Iraqi the Iraqi government has not met thirteen of the eighteen benchmarks as right. happened last week. Yeah. Well duh. Yeah. I'm surprised they met five of I, them. I
0: yeah. Which five did they meet? Yeah. Uh, more across enough Crossing guards and I, what 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 was it that they got right? More, I don't really recall. more people being blown up. I think that was one of the benchmarks they got that right. They they marked the bench. They I think that a, was a, there was a benchmark of bench, actually marking a bench. a
1: bench somewhere. It was at a yeah, park. More and people. It was it was facing the statue that uh, they tore down of Saddam Hussein, and someone wanted to mark
0: it. They mark it every year. They do, yeah. and, they should, and they and they did and mark that's the one of bench. the benchmarks yeah. that they got.
1: Israeli officials warned that Bush. Or that the Bush administration, they warned the Bush administration. Israeli Israeli officials Oh, Israeli officials. I can't say any more than that. That an invasion of Iraq would be destabilizing to the region. Mm -hmm. Well, they're very smart people, aren't they? Those Israelis They they get paid to say these things. They
0: really know their
1: stuff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In other words, like if you use nuclear weapons in one of the most volatile places on Earth, it might destabilize it. It might. (laughs) It might. This is crazy. Why? Why do these things become news? You, well, you, you, you need somebody no, with, I, with a title and lots of letters after their name to say something to make it news. Well, if the yeah, general populace says, "Don't bomb that country," everybody goes, "How? Oh, what do they know?" Right. But if you spend eight years getting a FID after your name, then people start paying attention. Right. And if you lace it with uh, appointments. They're usually politically induced, Mm -hmm. and people pay attention to you. Otherwise, if you just use common sense, well, forget about that. What do you know? Yeah. A military jury acquitted Lieutenant Colonel Stephen L. Jordan of all charges related to the torture of Iraqi detainees at Abu Ghraib Prison in Baghdad. Jordan is the only officer to face criminal charges in the horrific abuse of Iraqi prisoners that came to light with the publication in April 2004, of photos showing grinning U.S. military police subjecting detainees to sadistic and degrading treatment. So that's the only person.
0: Whew, boy, that wraps that up. Thank yeah. God we got that behind us. Yeah. yeah, Because that systematic torture and, you know, the stress positions and uh-huh. and the humiliation the waterboarding and waterboarding, and, and, waterboarding yeah, we learned that was all, about all that. done by some guys in the night crew who just yeah. got bored out of their minds. Uh-huh. Well, they didn't really mean to, do and it. and yeah, they didn't mean it. And those officers, and those generals, and those guys in the Pentagon, and Donald Rumsfeld, and all them who knew, they didn't, know, they didn't know, they didn't know anything. That was all, all them who knew didn't know anything. Yeah, all those guys who knew what was going on. All those guys who set the
1: stage for for something to happen like this. They
0: knew about. It. I mean, obviously, they were instrumental in implementing. i I'm just all, saying, Mike. Yeah, these guys, all those the people guys who, got a, who were
1: in charge, yeah, who who was on their watch. Uh, they didn't pay any price for this at all. Oh, no,
0: no. You know they're, they're working for Halliburton. Now. It was Rumsfeld's defense, I believe, was is that war this stuff. was an unknown, known, a known unknown. We knew that we implemented the policy, but we had no idea they'd actually do it. I, I thought it was. I thought
1: it was a messy business. Yeah. I thought war was a messy business. I thought that was the. It was a known unknown. A known unknown. Yeah, they said
0: go ahead and torture him.
1: It, perhaps it was a messy known unknown. Yeah expected visit of Iranian President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad to Iraq. You got that right. I got that right. You got Iran. Yeah. You got the president of Iran Yeah. talking about going to Iraq.
0: Yeah. I Ahmadinejad. Mean, yeah. Yeah.
1: And what will be the first ever visit of an Iranian president to the country has split the Baghdad government right now?
0: Oh, because there's the Shiites and the Sunnis. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, The Sunnis probably out. aren't very happy. No. Because Mal- um, Maliki is a Shiite. Yeah. And he spends – he's, he's already been to Iran. And any pro-Americans aren't very happy right. either. Right. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people that probably aren't happy. And God knows why. And, Apparently, you know,
1: we're working behind the scenes to yeah. be sure that Ahmadinejad does not show up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the jackals are at work. And now, I
0: guess when uh, when Bush flew into this very secret little location and said all that stuff the other yesterday or the day before, yeah. Maliki yeah. was there. He sat uh-huh. down with Maliki. And God knows what they talked about, you know, golf or something. But uh, I'm sure that they touched on the idea that maybe he didn't want him to allow Ahmadinejad to come to Iraq. Yeah. What do you bet? British forces pulled out of Basra Palace. This
1: is kind of one of those things where it's not necessarily news. Yeah. But it's 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 a touchstone right here.
0: So, Mark, are you talking about the British? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was the one-time southern residence of Saddam Hussein that became the symbol of the U.K.'s role in the U.S.-led invasion. So the British departure from the last remaining base, remaining base inside the walls of Badras, Basra City signaled their disengagement.
0: It signals, we're out of here. <laughs> yeah. It signals, don't let the door hit you on the way out.
1: That's what it does? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess this new uh, new prime minister in in uh, the great English, is that right? English? England's new prime minister? The English? Whatever. What are you trying to say here? I don't know what I'm trying to say. All I'm trying to say is Gordon Brown. British Bra- prime minister. Gordon Brown. Gordon Brown. Seems to, be, uh, to have his head on straight. He's basically telling uh-huh. the United States in a very, the way that British are so good at, in a polite but very intelligent way, yeah. we're out of here. This is your baby. Uh-huh. No longer the coalition baby. forces. Unless good you, day, sir. Good day. Yes,
1: exactly. So, President George W. Bush predicted a nuclear holocaust if Iran develops weapons of mass destruction.
0: <sighs> That's what we need to hear.
1: And accused the country of undertaking murderous activities in Iraq. Iran's foreign minister described Bush's comments as a sign of political despair <laughs> caused by a serious problem in creating propaganda for the next election.
0: Yeah. He's got that right. Yeah. He he accused Iran, of creating, what did you say? I'm s- Murderous activities in Iraq. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Do these guys have hmm. gigantic testicles
1: or what? Well, Mike, we were doing it for freedom. Yeah. Bush was talking about creating a fantastic freedom foundation. <laughs> Actually, he announced his intention to found a fran- fantastic freedom institute after he leaves office.
0: I thought you were you're kidding. I don't know if show. he's going to
1: call it the Fantastic Freedom Institute, but okay. it's going to be called perhaps the Freedom Institute, and he thinks it'll be fantastic.
0: This is without any question the most Orwellian um, administration of ever. I'll just go out on a limb here. This is or this is truly, really, truly Orwellian for him to say that. Yeah, yeah, it is. Let's play. Say what it is. Okay, now
1: you have to follow me on All this right. one. Okay. Someone knows something big is going to happen by September 21st, 2007. Somebody I know you knows. like this guy. Somebody knows something big is going to happen.
0: Okay. This guy comes into the store I work at and tells me that, yeah. Yeah. It Go could ahead. be anything
1: that is related to either serious financial decline, yeah. China dropping the U.S. dollar, or a big military action, too. It could like be any one of those. Blowing things. up Iran. Yeah. This warning is for real and it's based on the fact that some entity, somebody, has taken huge 4.7 billion dollar calls on SPX 700 options expiring on September 21st that is over 40% decline from today's price value okay do you understand i know exactly so what you're talking okay. about i know the entity or individual offering these sales can only make money if the market drops 40 to 50% within the next 4 weeks okay yeah If the market does not drop, the entity or individual involved stands to lose over $1 billion just for engaging in these contracts. So somebody's taking a risk here. Selling short, I believe, is what Uh the the street term
0: for it is. You're betting that But somebody's
1: doing it in a big way. In a big way. Because they have insider information that something's going to... Come down before the twenty-first, and they'll be able to sell off and make a
0: bundle. Right, which reminds me of a story that came out around the time of September eleventh.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's the that that, that somebody
0: had sold short on on United Airlines.
1: I believe the headline on this story was September tenth thinking.
0: Yeah, yeah, and there was, and they made they yeah they were betting, and nobody. I don't know. I was never able to track down who who it was that did that. I've never haven't read anything subsequent that yeah. would have identified who those people were. Mm-hmm. The say. John
1: Galt Corporation, I believe it was. Mm-hmm.
0: Bush announced his intention to found
1: a Freedom Institute. I already mentioned that. Yeah, fantastic. A fantastic, fantastic Freedom, freedom Institute.
0: Institute. I love that.
1: General Glenn A. Fine, the Justice Department's inspector general, indicated that he is investigating whether departing Attorney General Alberto Argonzales gave false or misleading testimony to Congress. So that's under investigation. I love that. Got the that. Justice Department going after... Gonzalez, even well, though he's resigned for probably. perjury, for perjury
0: uh-huh. perjuring himself in front of the United States Congress
1: hmm. about things that he was being questioned on, right. as opposed to right. Bill Clinton, right. who was who, who had al- perjury cl- cha- charges against him right. for things that had nothing to do with right. the investigation,
0: perjuring himself in a private sexual matter. Yeah, who doesn't? I have I lie every single time. Uh-huh. <laughs> how, do think, how do I? How do you think I ever have sex? I mean, yeah. I lie through my teeth. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, Tony Snow, yeah, resigned as White House press secretary, yeah,
0: because the pay was too low. No, I, I don't want to. Well, I don't want to be yeah. unkind. He has cancer. Yeah, yeah, and, and come on, I mean, I don't apply the explanation. He wants to spend more time with his family. Yeah. He has one son or daughter who's in college. Yeah. I don't think. Well, that, he probably wants to spend does. more I mean, time with his honest, family. Let's be fair. He's yeah. dying of cancer. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's very unfortunately. A, yeah. A reasonably, I see. I hate to say this, a reasonably good chance he will not survive this cancer. Is that that's a terrible way to put it? But I mean, it's a terrible way. It's a it's a pragmatic way okay, to put it. All
1: right. The governor of Texas commuted the death sentence of Kenneth Foster. We had reported on this last week. Yeah. Six yeah. hours before Foster's scheduled execution foster had been sentenced to death for a crime the state of texas admits he did not commit or plan right uh, i think what was the terminology there he was he, sitting in the car he was a,
0: yeah he should have known he, there's a yeah. law in texas that said if you have a reasonably what is it, reasonably good chance that you knew if something was going to happen or yeah that's, that i didn't say be, that right but yeah if, if you knew that this guy was going to well i don't know that he knew i, I don't know the circumstances well, well enough to comment on whether or not he knew for sure this guy was going to kill somebody yeah. but he was going to go to. He was going to be put to death for it, yeah. which seems a little extreme to me. <laughs> I'd say. Yeah. Uh, see,
1: a lot of people know that I'm going to kill you eventually. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, yeah. I'm going to kill I you, know. but I wouldn't want to incriminate any of those. Well, people now all our listeners—it's just so
0: obvious. Now, are, all of our listeners are uh-huh. subject to the death penalty. Yeah, that's true. Anybody they listening, didn't do anything against, to stop it? Anyone listening to us in Texas, you yeah. are now <laughs> you are now liable to be put to
1: death. Uh huh. Because. More than 1 million pilgrims have been ordered to flee the Shiite holy city of Karbala. In Iraq, gun battles between rival Shiite groups have killed dozens and wounded hundreds more. Hmm. That's a million people they told to get out of town. That's a lot of people. India's wow. Kashi tribe pe- people. Hmm. I guess those are like those power bars. I love those. Yeah. They make some. They make, them. They yeah, make these, great these cereal. People make, make, yeah, them. I know. I love that. India's Kashi yeah. Tribes people announced that they would honor Al Gore's cinematic excellence at a people's parliament held in a sacred forest. Oh, they're very <laughs> nice.
0: They're very nice.
1: It was revealed that Senator Larry Craig of Idaho.
0: Tell was, me more. <laughs>
1: now, this, this is what gets me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the next part of the sentence, and I don't know how many people really have, have, have let this part of it sunk in. He was arrested in June. Right. Now, and all of a sudden, we're finding about it now. I have a theory about this. Okay.
0: But go ahead. About no, what? About what? about what? You know,
1: everybody knows what Larry Craig Larry What? Curry Curry Curry, who, what? He I don't know what his foot doing. on the floor. And and he put his transistor put his, put his radio. Put under the thing. And he was in the toilet, and, and he, he, was, apparently, he was suggesting a, a tea room activity. Yes. <laughs>
0: he was arrested for soliciting an undercover policeman for... Sex okay get on with the it public. Yeah. I have a I have a theory and it goes uh-huh. along with what you said this happened in June yeah I think although this blogger who outed Craig claims to be um, you know he's been on him, on this case for quite some time I wouldn't be too surprised to find out that the Republicans some of the Republicans are outing their own in order to sort of purge the party huh and uh, yeah that's fascinating yeah hmm there you what go. do you know what do you know but, yeah.
1: Republican presidential candidate Tom Tancredo marked yeah. the second anniversary of, the, of Hurricane Katrina uh, by suggesting that the gravy train, these are his uh, words, yes. of so-called recovery should leave the New Orleans
0: station. That guy is a pig. That guy is an absolute – have you – What about the gravy train that's going over to Iraq? Yeah, the yeah, – the, Talk about a gravy train. I know. The hundreds of billions of dollars to KVR and Halliburton and Blackwater and,
1: and – And and the and – the, uh, was it $15 billion? We finally got the well, figure. 12, that was it was 12. 12, $12 billion that was shrink-wrapped and put on a pallet and shipped over there that disappeared. It's gone. It just disappeared. Not one
0: pallet. Like several yeah. dozen pallets of yeah. money are just gone. What about that gravy train? Yeah, exactly. What a pig. The guy is really off. I've I've watched some of the Republican debates, and when it comes to him, when it gets to, to be his turn, you know the entertainment factor is going way up because he just says stuff that's outrageous. Go ahead.
1: It was reported that the United States has 90 guns for every 100 citizens, making it the most heavily armed society in the world. Yeah. Those are the guns they know about, though.
0: I know. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it on. You know. It's weird. Canada... Virtually no guns. Mexico, the populace, virtually no guns.
1: (laughs) The FBI has quietly built a sophisticated point-and-click surveillance system that performs instant wiretaps on almost any private communications device. The network allows a FBI agent in New York to remotely set up a wiretap on a cell phone based in Sacramento. This would allow, that's for example, not... only yeah so if you're calling
0: yeah if you're calling denver you're okay
1: yeah yeah that's not what it means (laughs) the the fbi agent can immediately learn the phone's location then begin receiving conversations text messages voicemail passcodes etc or from wherever he is positioned
0: i got something for you mr fbi guy listening text this yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna send you a text message right now yeah watch out mike that's foul
1: City officials in Houston, Texas, were investigating a ghetto handbook distributed by the local police to its officers. The booklet, subtitled What You Done Did Now, contained, among other items, a glossary that would enable the police to communicate as if just come out of the hood. That's what it said. Oh. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not making this up. Yeah. I wouldn't talk like that.
0: Yeah, I understand. Terms
1: defined in the glossary included "fody" for a 40-ounce bottle of beer. FOTI. Fody. <laughs> oh, oh goodness they have to learn these things Listen, are the police officers this, say wait a wait a second what was that again what'd you say phody let me look that, <laughs> let me second. look that up
0: just a second here hold on. Uh, yeah
1: there's Fody. There there's 50
0: <laughs> uh, 50
1: but well, not fodi
0: i think this stuff is <laughs> and also i also axe
1: of course to ask a question, uh, ask. Yeah, yeah okay. we want to do that because you wouldn't know what that would mean. You know, this, this was this yeah. stuff put together by Lynn Cheney and hood rat for a, as they describe it, a scummy girl. Uh, a hood rat is a scummy girl. Okay, <laughs> it's just so. I got it, me phony uh, <laughs> hood rats, <laughs> and the police officers are just dumbfounded. Hold on a second. A second here. Right, Let me look that up. <laughs> yeah, and finally, Mike. Uh, okay. And finally, Atlanta City Council debated whether or not to allow baggy pants. Weekly Signals Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast